Let us pray. Holy God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable and pleasing to you, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. So I never got to be an angel in the church Christmas pageant. I was always a shepherd in a bathrobe in Teva sandals. The angels, they got wings and halos made from coat hangers. And the angels always stole the show. They were adorable in their little white gowns. It came to pass one Christmas pageant on a Christmas Eve after the cast of the characters had assembled around the baby Jesus's manger that one little angel made a break for it and she absconded with a squealing sheep and they bolted giggling down the center aisle straight for the door before their father could apprehend them and returned them to Jesus's barnyard nursery. They definitely stole the show that year. And angels very nearly stole the show that first Christmas as well. Savior of the world was born that very night. He was the one dreamed about for generations, and finally he had come to save. But his birth could very nearly have been missed for how humble it was. So how is it that we remember this particular birth, all of these thousands of years later. Well, the angels, they didn't steal the show, but they did capture the attention of a few sleepy shepherds. At first, there was only one angel, like there in that window. But she shone with the whole glory of God, and it was quite a contrast to what was going on in the manger. So extravagant was this angel's appearance that the shepherds, we are told, were terrified. And then the angel multiplied into a whole heavenly host of praising angels singing glory to God, and then they disappeared. But even angels couldn't upstage a newborn. Instead, they made sure that all of their glory and all of the attention and those shepherds were pointed in the right direction, which is towards Jesus Christ. Were it not for their divine intervention, who would ever have thought to go looking in feed boxes in Bethlehem for the Savior of the world? And so this Christmas Eve, we are looking to the angels for guidance, just as those shepherds did. I think we can learn something from the way that angels, the way of the angels that might enrich our own call as a people of faith. And we're going to use the word angels as our guide. A-N-G-E-L-S. Angels. A stands for announce. Hark, the herald angels sing. That is an old way of saying, listen, the official messenger is bringing news. Angels' primary mission on earth is to announce, to bring the news of God's activity. Angels give Jesus' official birth notice. 
They capture attention and hearts and hope, and then they point it all to Jesus. And Jesus gives us that same mission. We are to announce to our communities a message of hope. God has given each of you special gifts and talents, and we are called to use these gifts to point to Jesus, who is a very real hope, a very present help in times of trouble. When we use what God has given us to serve others, we aren't doing that to bring attention to ourselves. Instead, we are pointing back to Jesus, just as the angels did. Our comfort and our strength. By our words and our actions as disciples of Jesus, we are to announce the good news of great joy, just as the angels did. And we too are to make known that this very day, a Savior is alive. We announce, go and find him, for he has come to find you. Angels announce, and so do we. In, in is for notice. Angels notice things. They notice things around them. They, they notice most often that whenever they show up, people's first reaction is to be terrified. Angels notice how people are feeling around them. And their first move is to then comfort. So we are called to notice the world around us, to pay attention to the details that could be missed. We are to notice people who go unnoticed, the lonely or the excluded. We are to notice systems that are broken or oppressive. We are to notice ourselves, to pay attention to how we are living in this world, and to be sure that what we are doing will help us be health, healthy and joyful. We are to notice how our words, how our teasing, how our actions affect others. We are to notice the world around us, to pay attention also to the beauty of the natural world that sings God's praises. We are to notice when human behavior is hurting that creation. Angels notice what God is up to and how humans are feeling. We are also to notice and announce where we see God working in our lives and in the world. G is for glorify. Angels appear in the shepherds, to the shepherds and they announce good news of great joy and then they sing. They sing glory to God in the highest. When angels sing glory to God, what they are doing is they're honoring God and they're humbling themselves before God. God is the creator, the giver of life. God is powerful and God is mighty. But Christmas is the celebration of God's greatness, becoming the most vulnerable and innocent and humble we could possibly imagine. In Jesus Christ, we see the whole power of God elevate a human family. We are called to see the image of God who is worthy of our honor and praise, to see that same image in the stranger and those who are vulnerable. Angels sing glory to God in the highest. And so we too should, should humble ourselves before God. 
But God also glorified humanity through Jesus. And so we too show God glory when we treat all people with dignity and respect. E is for enjoy. The angels bring good news of great joy. And you can tell they do really enjoy God. God created us for the sole purpose of celebrating and enjoying God. Now sin gets in the way, and brokenness and sickness and violence and greed get in the way. But God's great hope for us is that we live in joy in our relationship with God and with all that God has created. God wants us to enjoy. Angels enjoy. We have been given news that we can enjoy. News of Jesus' birth. News that brings hope to the hopeless. News that one is coming not only to save us for eternity, but also forgive us of our sins today and empower us to live in loving, grace-filled community today. So enjoy Christmas, which is the truth that God is with us. L is for love. The angels love God so much they cannot help but glow when they are singing about God. The angels love humanity so much that they cannot wait to come and tell us this good news. Jesus says that our mission on earth is to love. We love because God first loved us. Jesus' final command to us before his death was that we love one another. Angels show us the love that they have for God and the love they have for those to whom they have brought good news. And so we too are to love each other. It's all that simple, but it's all that hard. Finally, S. S is for sing. Hark the herald angels sing. You know, the word sing appears 132 times in the Bible. Throughout the Old Testament, it's very nearly a command that we sing to the Lord. The psalmists tell us, sing out loud. The psalmists tell us, sing together. And the psalmists tell us over and over and over again, sing for joy. Isaiah, I like his command to sing the most. He says that farmers should plant vineyards and sing about it while they do it. I would like to see, John, maybe you can help me with this. I would like to see a renewal of singing farmers. I think that our food would be way healthier if the farmers were singing to it. It's Christmas Eve and we can't help but sing. It flows from us in response to this great news of God's birth in Jesus Christ. But singing is also good for us. You know, singing has this, this power to embed truth into our very souls. So on Sunday after church, a few of us went Christmas caroling. And as we were leaving the Middletown home, we were summoned by the daughter of a woman who was confined in a reclining wheelchair. She couldn't lift her head or her arms. It wasn't clear that she even noticed us. 
her daughter asked us as we were walking out the door, hey, wait, 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 would you sing one song for us before you go? Well, of course, certainly, certainly, we said, and we, we, we assembled ourselves around her. And we began to sing, O come all ye faithful. And as we came to the line, come and behold him born, the king of angels, her lips began to move. And as we then leaned in to sing, so, O come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. Then it was clear that she was singing too. And as we came to the final verse, sing choirs of angels, sing in exultation, and sing all ye citizens of heaven above. Sing glory to God, all glory in the highest. And by then, there were tears. And the daughter stroked her mother's hair and said, Oh, you knew that one, Mama. And angels sing, and mysteriously they help us to sing. And when our time in this life is over, it is their choir that we join and forever sing in glory. So angels, they help us in more ways than we know. A, they announce good news. In, they, they notice and they, they invite us to notice God at work in the world, to notice each other, to notice both the pain and the beauty of this life. G, we are to glorify God and glorify others as the angels do. E, enjoy this life as much as we can and enjoy God in this life. L is, of course, love. Love God, love others. And S is to sing with the angels who help us to find our own voices. Sing with joy. Amen.